It says in this week's parsha that uh, when the Jews <coughs> uh, criticized Moshe and Aaron, Hashem brought an epidemic, a magefa. And it says that a number of Jews, many Jews died, thousands of them died. So in Panam Yafas and the parsha says like this, how many Jews died in this Magefa? 24,000. Why the number 24,000? He says because they rebelled against Aaron. They questioned the legitimacy of Aaron. And Aaron and his kahuna are associated with the number 24. It says in the missionary novice that the kahuna niknis be'esrim ve'arba mailas. That there are 24 uh, virtues that a person should have in order to merit kahuna. And also we know that kahuna is this of uh, uh, 24 gifts for kahanim. Esim va'arba matnas kahuna in the end of this week's parasha. And also we have 24 mishmaris. All the kahanim were divided uh, throughout the Khan of David and Melech. Uh, they were divided into 24 groups and every week a different group served in the Beis HaMikdash. See the number 24 deeply associated with, with Kahuna and with Aaron Akayin. So that's why 24,000 died. Says the um, the Panim Yafis, the Balaflor, that Adar Zeh, we also see the number 24, that in the Schus of Aaron, 24 portions of the Jews were saved. Because if 24,000 died, and there were 600,000 Jews in the Midbar, 24,000 is a 25th of, of 600,000. That means a 25th of the Jewish people died in the Magefa. That means one, one portion of 25 died, and the other 24 portions survived. That means 24 portions of the Jews survived. The 24 portions are in the Schus of Aaron, who is associated with the number 24, the 24 miles of Kahuna. Nice pshat. The only problem is, it doesn't say that in the Parsha. In the Barashi, it doesn't say uh, that 24,000 Jews died. It seems that this is, this, this is borrowed from Parsha's Bullock. In the end of Parsha's Bullock, we have the story with the Benoist Midian. There, there was another Magaifa, and 24,000 died. Here in this Parsha, it says clearly there was only 14,000 that died. So the, the Panim Yafis uh, seems to confuse two Parshas. In the story here in the parsha, we're talking about 14,000. But he's talking about as if in this Magefer 24,000 died. But that happened in a different Magefer in the end of Parsha's Bullock. Uh, so many have wondered about this Panem Yafis. And so many have argued that there must be a mistake here. Very hard to think that there's a typo here because he gives a very exact mathematics to show why... 24,000. It's a 25th of uh, 600,000. Can't make a mistake in, the, in this. I mean, it must be that uh, the Ponemi office, the Balaflor, forgot. But here we see the Chsam Sefer, who considered himself a Talmud of the, of the Balaflor. How, as a Talmud, he bends over backwards to explain the, the, the Ponemi office. He gives a whole explanation that, yes, only, only 14,000 died. 
the difference between 14,000 and 24,000 is 10,000. That means like this, 14,000, um, <clears> if it was a 25th of the Jewish people, then it would be, uh, the Jewish nation would have to be 350,000. means 250,000 uh, people less. Then 14,000 would be a 25th. So he says like this, what the Panam Yafas means is that the 14,000 was a fifth of the Jewish people minus 250,000 people. Why minus 250,000 people? Because there were 250 men, 250, the Messiah of they also died. It says they were sorry, I love him. They were leaders of a thousand. So each one of them was machaper for the, for the thousand that they were leaders of. The leaders were machaper for the people. So 250,000 didn't need the coverage from, from the Magefa. They were covered by their own, by their own, uh, sorry, I love him. So that's 250,000. But the remaining number, which is 350,000, a 25th of that is 14,000. So the Torah of the Panim Yafis is still valid. Except that the Lushan is not mashma like this, but the, the Enikal, the grandson of the Chsam Sefer writes, we see the Iskashras of a Talmud to his Rebbe that the Chsam Sefer was bending over backwards just to be sure that people can see the, 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 the correctness of his Rebbe's Torah, even though it's, it's a bit far-fetched. But uh, that's the, the nature of the Iskashras. If we're talking about uh, Gimel Tamas, the Iskashras to a Rebbe. How much a, a, a Talmud tries to make sure that the Rebbe is right. The Rebbe is always right. There's also a tshuva that some say for him, where he says he doesn't mention the Bala floor by name. He says, Uvda Yadana be Frankfurt mine. I know about a story that took place in Frankfurt, which is the city where some Sefer grew up, and the Bala floor was the rov there. It says, once a, a chicken flew into a hot boiling pot of butter, boiling butter that was on the fire, and while the, the, the bird, the, the chicken that flew into the butter died from the burning, from the, from the heat of the butter, it died inside the pot. And they asked him what to do with the butter. I mean, the chicken was strafe because it died. And he said that the butter is forbidden not only for Jews, says but also because also for goyim, you can't even give it to a goyim. And so the the people who owned the the butter threw it out. So then some chachamim, talmid chachamim in the city went to the balafla and said, "Well, there's a din that basa oif becholav chicken." with milk, because it's only the Rabbonon that it's also, it's muta bahanoa, the Lord have a noah, so why can't you give it to a goy? <clears throat> if it's muta bahanoa, real uh, meat with uh, milk, like a cheeseburger, you can't sell to a goy, because it's also bahanoa. But, but chicken with milk is idach muta bahanoa, why, why did you paskin that you can't even give it to a goy? And the Chesam says, that within, without blinking an eye, the, the Balaflo explained, yes, it's muta bahanoa, but the seller to a goy is also because this Eva Minachai. When the chicken was alive, 
it was Eve Menachai, and it was alive for a few moments while it was in the hot butter. So the hot butter absorbed the Isr Eve Menachai. And that's why you never give it to a guy. So Sofi says it was quite evident from the way he passed in the beginning that he wasn't, he wasn't for answering the butter for Goyim because of Eve Menachai. He just said, you can't even give it to a guy. It sounded very much because it's Asa Bahanoa. And he says, Kushgaga Yotzam Elfniya Shalit. Right? It's a Loshna Gemara. It's a Pasuk, maybe. That uh, <coughs> it's, um, that, uh, the, you know, the great, the great Goen, he calls him a Goen, a Muhulal Me'oid. He doesn't want to mention, because of his cover, he doesn't mention his name, but it's the, he says later on that the grandson of the Balafloh said it was his grandfather. And this Shaila was the first Shaila they asked him when he was elected Rav in Frankfurt. And already he made a mistake, but he said, Ben they helped him. So that his Psak wouldn't be wrong. And he, on the spot, was able to find a reason why the Psak was correct, even though initially he didn't think of that reason. Incidentally, about this, uh, this Parsha with the Balaflor, gives a whole Torah about uh, that uh, there were 24,000 Jews that died by Kairach, uh, which is against what the Pasuk says. So they say that uh, the son of the Tzanzarov went to ask his father about this, this Aflo, this Panem Yafis, and asked him whether this is a, maybe a mistake, or that the Balaflo made a mistake. And the Tzanzarov says, no, it's not a mistake, and it's not a typo. When you do tshuva, you'll understand it.